What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It is home for football. Is this thing on? Want to chime in on what's happening with your favorite KFM program? Make your voice heard on the Bradshaw and Brian text line. Let us know what you have to say by texting your message to 64686. That's 64686. Standard message and data rates apply. we go That's how it's supposed to be. I wanted to ask you, first of all, it sounds like you had a delightful weekend. I saw you were uh, texting from uh, the St. Paul Civic Center. St. Paul Civic Center, where, yes. Where um, you were watching... Um, Lionel Richie and uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I saw the review by John Bream. Yeah. He said Lionel Richie could have used a little Earth, Wind, and Fire in schmaltzy St. Paul performance. Would you, what, what is your review on Earth, well, Wind, and Fire and Lionel Richie? Was Lionel a little schmaltzy out there? Uh, a little Vegas touch to him. I mean, where he's kind of prancing up and down. He's 74 years old. So I, wouldn't, I mean, he's not Jagger like, but he's, he can move. Uh, I was thinking he moves like Jagger, but. Uh, I have a lot of respect for any artist and, and like that. I, I, they're going, you know, night after night or however many times a week they're performing. I think, and Lionel Richie mentioned it, I think this is their first stop. Um, I think Bream's point was as well, it would have been nice to see Lionel Richie uh, performing with Earth, Wind, and Fire, but it didn't, you know, it didn't work out. Maybe they'll change it as they go along. Um, that would have been nice to see because, you know, I'm, Philip Bailey was extraordinary for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then Richie came out, obviously he's the headliner. And perform, but um, yeah, I mean, he was at least a little schmaltzy, but who cares? He's playing the hits and he's doing his thing, and uh, I think it was very enjoyable. I mean, he's still in uh, good form. I mean, again, he's in good shape. He's he's got a lot of energy, and I'm thinking, man, they're. I looked at their schedule; they were performing in Chicago the next night, so you got to turn right around and and uh, do it all over again. And so you know, I, you know, you you've seen it. I mean, you've gone to a few of these shows, whether it's at an intimate place like the Dakota. Did you just see Graham Nash? Did you mention that? I saw Graham Nash at the Dakota. That's my latest. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to the Dakota a couple of 13, 14 times. But I mean, I, and I've seen some of the yeah the industry there, and that's what they normally get. But it's just you know, we don't want we as a public don't want to let go of our rock and roll or or singer you know favorite singers uh, as they get move on in time, even though many times, as you know, better than I do, the names of the band remain the same, but the members of the band do not. <laughs> so, um, but the sound is there. I mean, you know, I mean, I, the temptations have gone through, I don't know how many different members, you know, that's, that's famously for, for that. But, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire has had obviously some changes, but Phil Bailey's still there. So that's all I cared about. That's all you care about. Really? I mean, that's, the music's the same. I mean, uh, and as long as he's there and, and, it was fun, so I had a good time. Yeah, we had we had a good time. Yeah, oh, your wife enjoyed it as well. You're a fiance. You're yeah, soon to be and now I got another one Thursday night. Oh, what are you seeing Thursday night? Uh, we're seeing, and this is this was like this was my assignment from 
get-go. I think the uh, wedding would have been on the rocks if we didn't get this thing going. But I didn't get tickets for this. Uh, her One of her favorite artists, Pat Benatar, in town uh, opening up for Pink. Oh. So I'm not going to be at th- watching the Viking and, um, game. Uh, I'll be go watching it later. But Her husband plays with her too, right? Geraldo? Yes. Yes. They it? were. Uh, Geraldo or Geraldo? Yeah. I can't, they've been, he's been composing with her forever. Do you know if it's pronounced Geraldo I, or Geraldo? I don't, honestly. I, don't I saw a story they did on uh, CBS Sunday Morning months ago, and they were really terrific. So he used to have the talk show in the 80s, right? Yes, that's good. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it should be a great night at Target Field. I mean, Do you think pink. she'll be hitting you with your best shot? I think I think so. Will you be staying for Pink then also or well, leaving? Of course I'm going to be staying for Pink. I saw Pink uh, before the Super Bowl here, and she was indoors, of course. I know. You You had the beautiful people invite only to Sting and Pink and all that. We get it. Yeah, I wasn't talking about that. I just well, saw it happen to see her. She's well, very... But, what you I, were, but you and only a handful of people, the chosen few... They had... Uh, well, Tenby, did you get it, invited to oh, see... The owners... Uh, and, and no, Sting and I did not. In a, in a yeah. really secluded. I didn't get that either. I never... Huh, wonder why that would be. I guess we got to talk to Brian Oak. I don't know. No, it's... You're one it of the beautiful people. Just admit it. You're well, one of the beautiful Pink is very, very athletic. And, you know, she's known for that beyond her vocal capabilities. So she's got a new album out and... So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. I mean, I got a preseason. I got eighteen games, you know, nineteen games, whatever it is. I, I can miss first break, and I'll be I'll be recording it anyway and watching it probably at midnight. You um, front row seats for that too? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm no, of first of all, I wasn't front front row. I had good seats for the of course concert. you did, <laughs> but um, no, they're like second deck, like down. Basically, I think they're, I think they're kind of like. Between home plate and third base. Oh, this is an outdoor concert? It's a target field, yeah. Thursday night. Yes, this is this is going to be fun. Target field, yeah. They, have, well, you know, they, they have a big can't sp- draw that many people, oh, can they? Oh, my God. Yeah, it'll be... They'll have, I'm sure they'll have 30,000 or so, if not more. What would be the average age? 65, said these... For Pink? No. For Pink's the, been I mean, around forever now, hasn't no, she? No, if you think of Lionel Richie, that, the, uh, that's, that's skewed a little older Pink's demographic. Pink's got to be pushing 60 years old. Oh, my God. No, she's not. Google her. She's probably like my age. Yeah, she's oh, probably in her 40s. Probably like a little, I bet she's a little older than me. I bet she's 65. Okay. I'll bet a uh, million dollars. What, exactly. She's she's she, she might be 45. She might be pushing 70. She's got her daughter. She's been I, I almost nailed this. She's literally like... Four months older than me. What is she? She's forty three. Yeah, and she's got her daughter. I think that's performing. She's a young, younger daughter. She's a. Uh, so like you know, Beyonce's daughter. Forty three years. She should just sit down on a stool and strum <laughs> a guitar. You got to stop the gymnastics. She'll be like a. I know, like a trapeze artist. Well, she they does. do that because it's it's a way to. Because I'm not saying she doesn't have a good voice and has some nice songs, oh. but that's what, when when they put on those kinds of shows, that's to right. distract from their woeful. Well, I don't think it is. I think it adds to it. It's got a. Oh, well, you could say that. I, guess. I mean, it's you're outdoors. We, uh, you know, we saw. I don't. You weren't at the McCartney show. I don't. That know. was at McCartney. Yeah, you thought you were. He just sat up there and played the piano. I don't. You didn't need any fireworks. He didn't even change. He didn't change outfits once. I don't think he did. No, he didn't I, take I a drink of water. Anyway, so I, I'm not a big concert goer, but this one, I mean. Kind of like I needed to get tickets for this one. <laughs> You're not a big concert guy anymore either. Uh, honestly, were you, ever, you really never were, were you? No, 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 no. That's not true. I went How many to a, concerts have you been doing? Oh, a, a ton. I mean, back at Met Center, I mean, I, I went to I went to quite a few. Did you say hundreds? Oh, sure. I mean, a hundred. Oh, yeah. Going back to um, Met Center and seeing the Rolling Stones, the Stones. and. 
at, at uh, I saw Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Crosby, that's two. Michael Jackson. That's I've three. seen I've seen Prince about four or five times. Bruce Springsteen. Um, I don't really go through the list. I don't. I mean, I've that's five. Well, you my got ninety-five God. more to go. <laughs> okay, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chicago. Um, <laughs> I've seen Tony Bennett. I've seen Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, I saw L- L- I saw Tony Bennett with your family. Yeah, at, in the round at uh, Target um, Target Center right before nine eleven. Remember, I think I told you that story that weekend. It was a Saturday night. Um, yeah, I've seen a, the gamut. I happen to see one of my favorite. I mean, I I think I may have seen Duke Ellington's last no. performance. Yeah, he had postponed it, and he came back to the old Guthrie. Um, people know where the old Guthrie Theater was by the Walker Arts Center. And he came back, and he performed that night, and it was goosebumps. It was spine-tingling to think you're watching. And then I think he literally like passed away like a month later. But he came back and performed at the Guthrie, and uh, just to see to say that you saw Duke Ellington. That 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 was, I'd say, Duke right. Duke Ellington in the in his Tijuana Brass. What a hell of an <laughs> orchestra! They were really good together. Yeah, they were good together. Um, yeah, you know it's funny because I the reason I asked you about Pink because Carnes yeah, yeah, a fan of Pat Benatar. It's like mm-hmm. I've told this story before, even recently. Right. My sister and I went to go see. Stevie Nicks and, and the Pretenders. Pretenders yeah. open for Stevie Nicks. Oh, and as okay. soon as the Pretenders ended, we left. Really? Yeah, because I didn't want to see Stevie Nicks. I like her with Fleetwood Mac, but her I, solo I, stuff just well, doesn't do I, anything right. So but the beauty of that was we were the only two that left, and we were out the door and home before she probably even before Stevie even did her encore. Yeah, you have to do. I think that there's a trick. Like a lot of people like to leave sporting events early. Um, even the other night. Uh, I I realized when Lionel Richie was going to be performing his encore. You guys left before I wa- the encore? No, here's the thing. No, 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 no. I started walking up the stairs. I could still hear his encore when he was playing it. I was out the door when he finished the song and well, well, wait right by minute. my car. Well, wait a minute. So I, it was perfectly timed. Well, what did Karn think of that? She was fine. She oh, was. She was. She oh, said yes, she, she was. was fine no, with it. no, no. Her favorite, it's one timing. of her favorite artists, Lionel Richie, no. and you said we've got to beat. We're the, going. Tim, did you hear beat that? Beat the traffic. We have to beat the traffic. Yes, he's, it's timing. You've got to be kidding me. That very final song. No, and I where he's pouring his heart out. <laughs> and and I heard every the word. Last time, yeah, but it's not the same as being sure there. Sure, it is. No, it is, and I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm sorry. Listen, I I heard uh, I'm aware of people who left the Vikings game when they were losing 31 to nothing to the Colts. They left early for that one. Yeah, but you know what? There'll be hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of Vikings games to be played. That might be the last time Lionel. He's yeah, and I yeah, watched, but, but none of those people left when they were about to kick the game-winning field goal in overtime. Yeah. I but I heard it. It's not the same. You're, yes, no, it is. it's not. Just admit you. I it's, I'm proud of myself. But timing is everything. Look at caught in that trap. We have LA Park. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I know Karn wasn't happy with that, but she, she was. She, she was fine. She accepted your selfishness. No. But you had to get out of there because you just didn't want to. I'm really disappointed. I mean, that might be the last time. Stevie Nicks is performing with Billy Joel to the U.S. Bank. That might be the last time. And Lionel Richie's here. Richie's and I here. saw him. I got great close-up pictures of him. Because he's got to be going on, what, 104? I 105? said he was 74. Oh, 74. Yeah.
We'll break. We'll come back. We'll, uh, okay. Good to see you again. We'll talk some. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk Vikings football with Mark Rose. He's good. excited about the club, and so am I. We'll talk about it next. Common Man Program on the Fan. What's the dealio? Double 13, 14, pass. I'm telling you, every time we... It doesn't matter what the topic is. We always attract controversy. We do. We do? Um, it's all about the uh, the Pink concert coming up. Oh, okay. All sorts of... Uh, well, could be Brad, Sean, con- Brian, KFAN, okay. text right. line. Uh, text at 64686. Uh, this one is, um, love you, Common, but your take on Pink is embarrassing. She's an entertainment powerhouse, flat mm. out puts on amazing show. She does. The disguising shortcoming, shortcomings take is just baseless, signed Leon Musky. Well, that's what they want you to think. Think Pink. They want you to think. <laughs> it's all just bells and whistles. Is it? It's just like, well, it's well, well, sure. Well, like, for instance... Let me go back to the um, Lionel Richie review. Okay, right. This is what it says. This is John Bream, legendary mm-hmm. uh, Fish Rap Factory Westside music reviewers. Hold on. Variety, music, and here we go. Um, here's, here's, here's a paragraph that says, Richie's 95-minute performance was certainly artfully orchestrated, especially the staging and visuals. Mm -hmm. The veteran pop star turned American Idol judge had a striking video display featuring six cubes over the stage and a giant backdrop in which lyrics, clouds, psychedelia, and live images of the singer were projected amid film strips and a checkerboard. Mix in the lasers, flamethrowers, and stage fog blasters, and the entertainment quotient was praiseworthy. So again, lots of bells and whistles and this. Well, that's kind of standard operating procedure for pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean for for not Graham big, Nash when he said well when Graham he said the Dakota. Right? We're not going to have pyrotechnics at the Dakota, but when you're in a big arena or at, at U.S. Bank Stadium, pretty much any entertainer does that. I mean, Earth, Wind, and Fire had a backdrop of what they looked like thirty right. years ago, and it didn't. I mean, it didn't right. bother me. And look at watching Lionel Richie. Yeah, it wasn't like every song. He, he sat on. He played the piano. He sat on a stool. He stood up. I, I think that's just you know you got to give the people. Oh, well, that's a, what they, yeah. you, know, you know what they want. When I want fireworks, I go to the Fourth of July celebration in Woodbury and watch fireworks. All right. Well, then it, music, it, was, I, it didn't take away for, to me. It didn't take away from. Well, I'm not saying it takes away from it. I'm saying what it does is it yeah. it, it covers up. Well, but if you go when you go to Vegas, everything musical of course the Vegas stages are made for that. Yeah. Every every everyone does. If that's it what now. you like in a music show. Well, but it, that's fine. Here's one that says, um, I understand why Rosen left the Lionel Richie concert early. That concert was at the X in St. Paul. Rosen was probably someone familiar with that area. I didn't know where to go. It took him days <laughs> on how to get back to the land of the beautiful people of Minneapolis. Yeah. You got a point. Um Here's another. 
Come on, Common. You said the exact same story about a concert you were at. You got halfway to your car and heard the final song, and you were the first one out of the parking lot, <laughs> and you were proud of it. <laughs> yeah. I never, that, no. That sound like you? No, that wasn't the story. Oh. The story was, we left Bob Dylan and Paul Simon early oh. at Canterbury, and I couldn't find my car. <laughs> And I ended up walking around the parking lot for 90 minutes. By the time I had to wait for, I was the last one to leave because I couldn't find my car. Well, that sometimes helps. Come on, I couldn't find my car. Oh. I was so mad at my wife. Just had her head down, following me as I'm just. I couldn't find my car. I was so mad at myself. Oh, I didn't remember where I parked. I oh had to let God. every car leave the parking lot until I identified mine. I was the last oh person to leave. Oh, my God. You know, you hear stories like that. I didn't realize you had, you oh had done yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did oh that. my. Like yeah. losing your car at the Mall of America. Yeah, it was not good. Oh. Um. Hold on. There was one other, a couple of other ones that I kind of like. Let me see if I can find them here. Um, give me one second. All right. Take your time. Nah, it's no big. All right. Um, Vikings uh, uh, Thursday, while you'll be at the Pink concert, Tenaby will be the uh, master control right. supervisor in studio uh, with the Vikings. I'll be at home. Wouldn't miss a minute of it. Not a minute. Not a minute because... I love the battle for the third string right tackle. It's one of my favorite battles. Of my all guess time. is by the beginning of the second quarter, you will have tuned out. I probably will forget the game's even on. It happens to me often. Just, uh, yeah. The one thing with the, uh, a listener brought up, and he's right, and, and Tennebe yeah. echoed that, uh, 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 agreed. We're going to see Jordan Addison at least yes. early on in that game. That I mean, coach now, said so. Yeah, it won't be Cousins throwing to him. No. But it, it'll still be, we'll get our first look at the new Phenom, our first round draft pick number, what number was it overall, don't remember now, but. Um, 21, 22, yep. 23 in that range. The, the yep. former, uh, the the two years ago, he was the Blitnikoff winner, is right. the best wide receiver USC. in college football. Could give us a, quite the one-two punch. I'll be interested to see how much he plays and if he, and again, will it mean anything if he drops two balls or makes two touchdown catches? Probably not. It's going to be second and third stringers in there against a team. That's the, none of them are showing much. You know, it's vanilla, but it'll still be fun to see him out on the field. Well, the and fact that he is going to play game. is, uh, yeah, I mean, in particular for the fans, I think it's you know, it's getting a, a look see at him, no matter who's quarterbacking, um, will be fun. I mean, absolutely. And you know, KJ Osborne is slated to be the second. And look at the depth chart. He's the number two wide receiver right now. But the Vikings will line up in a lot of three wide outs. And, you know, they got the two tight end system. We're not going to see a lot of, you know, wrinkles on, on Thursday night, obviously, uh, against uh, Pete Carroll's team out there in Seattle. But, um, yeah, I mean, the fact that he's going to play is a good thing. I mean, hopefully, you know, Jaron Hall, the rookie, will have a chance to throw the ball to him a little bit. We'll take a pause and come back. Another segment to go. We'll rattle off. We'll do some rapid-fire topics with Mark Rose and Tennessee and the common man. Right cheer on the fan. Name the artist and the song. Me or Rosa? 
Oh, Rosen. Oh, did I say Tenaby? Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Tenaby. Oh, Rosen, you go oh, I know what I'm playing. That Benatar. How did you know? <laughs> I don't That's know. That's a jam right here. I didn't know if you were going to know or not, because we were going to be seeing her. Is that th- this Thursday night? This Thursday night, in Target Field. Night. At Target. Along with Pink. How many, um... Maybe I've just lost track. I, it doesn't seem to me like there's that many concerts at Target. No, Field, there right? aren't. A couple a year. At yeah, most? they usually have a country uh, star or two that pop up in there. But um... if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by three percent. You can do that. And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get three percent on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com/boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. Three percent match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. But that's usually isn't that after a Twins game? Or? Not necessarily. Oh. No, no. I and mean, they've had they've had they've had concerts post game concerts. I, yeah. t- I told Rosie yesterday when uh, he was on with me that uh, Leo and I went to his, Leo's first ever concert mm-hmm. was at Target Field a couple weeks ago. They had Twin Cities Summerfest, so they had right the Killers. That you know they had like five different bands consecutively back to back on Friday night, ending with the Killers, and then that Saturday night we went and saw Imagine Dragons. Okay, so that was an entire festival. Yeah, I mean, I think they, you know, the intent was to always hold concerts there. They want to make sure they, you know, protect the outfield, and uh, you know, they can they can do that pretty successfully now. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it should be a lot of fun. It's a great venue, obviously. Anytime you go outside and this time of year, you can be outside and listening to great music, no matter where you are. Small little. Steve Miller band's going to be at the amphitheater over at uh, Mister mm-hmm. Blake. Why don't you and oh. Karn go there? Steve Miller man. That's inside. Go on, take them. No, it's out, outside. Oh, the, all the amphitheater. Never mind. Amphitheater I, I wasn't listening outside. to you. Yeah. Of course you weren't listening to me. You're just waiting for I your turn Steve. to talk. No, no, no. That's not true. You can go Steve Miller band. I used to like, I used to like going to the Minnesota Zoo for concerts out there. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Well, they're back. They're doing a zoo concert. Yeah. And they're just doing it on a different... They're Instead of doing a lot of national acts, mm-hmm. which is what they were doing for years right, now, and they're right. reintroducing it, they're going to do mostly local acts, I think. Well, that's good. From Minnesota, Wisconsin, that yeah. kind of a thing. So maybe you can go back out there. Maybe. Um <laughs> would be my fill of concerts for the year. Your Twins Club has a five-and-a-half game lead now in the yes. American League Central. Yes. Cleveland has basically waved the white flag. They were mm-hmm. sellers rather than buyers. Only, you know... They, it was just was it just one guy they got one pitcher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so well, that doesn't mean they're giving up. Giving no, up. They're just thinking, you know what? We're probably not going very far here. They, maybe, maybe they maybe they think we can still win this division. When they made the trade, they were thinking, well, we can still win, and then even by guess, making yeah, the trade, even without Savali, right? We can still win the division. And then we get well, a, they could. A, we get a really good prospect. But now they've um, they're on the five and a half game lead. I, mm-hmm. I told Tennessee, I'm almost to the point now where it's like, okay. I'm checking out on the Twins and just waiting for postseason play because I because I just don't think Cleveland did weaken themselves in the yeah. short term by getting rid of Savali. The the Tigers and the White Sox and the Royals are no, terrible. they're awful. And yeah. with a five and a half game lead, I just think it's the Twins division now, and it will be the Twins against. They'll have the worst uh, record of the division winning mm-hmm. teams, so they'll play the. Uh, they play the top wild card team. Is that how that works? No, the worst. The worst. worst, worst I'm sorry. Worst it'll be Toronto team. probably at this point. That could right. change, but right yeah, now it could it'd, be, it'd be Toronto. And you would hope. I mean, 
My if gosh. they were to lose, let's say it's Toronto. Let's say the playoffs started today and they lost like, three straight. Uh, is, I, is it uh, is it best of three? Yeah, it is. Remember, because they, yeah. they played Houston here, they lost. They had the home field. They lost both games. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if they were to lose to Toronto, oh, I mean, man. I I think even the most diehard Twins fan would be very pretty, discouraged. Pretty discouraged. Yeah. I, I look. Uh, Cleveland was having issues even before this trade. They, I mean, they're offensively really challenged, by, even by their own standards. And they used to have, as we know, some really good baseball teams. This is not a really good baseball team. Um, but they're, you know, gave Twins enough trouble. Now the Twins look like they've kind of regained their mojo, whatever you want to look at it. But we know they can go hot and cold. They play... After this series, you know, they got, they play, people go, uh, people were tweeting at me going, well, I'd be a lot more impressed. You know, they put up eight, nine runs right in a hurry. I'd be a lot more impressed if they're playing a good team. Well, it's not, they're not playing a good team right now. No, they're, they're not. playing a good team this weekend. They're playing the Philadelphia Phillies on the road. That's a good baseball team. Not the elite elite, but they're a good baseball team. I, I mean, I, I checked their record right now. They call it the city of brotherly love. Yeah, we know what our record like. I mean, if, and so they'll be tested this weekend, and the Phillies are still, you know, very much in it, I think, from from, their, from a postseason standpoint, I believe. So, um, before the Twins return home. So, yeah, it'll be a good test for them. And that, not that they have to sweep them, but you would like to win one or two games out of, out of the weekend. And that's kind of all you really need to do right now. But, um, you know, it's, it was good to hear that Royce Lewis is, is I think he's going to be in St. Paul. St. Paul, yeah. Yeah, that's good he news. He knows where St. Paul is. He knows where to get there. And <laughs> more importantly, he knows where Target Field is. And Kirilov hopefully won't be too far behind. And now they've got an embarrassment of riches. What are they going to do with all these players? Whoa, 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 whoa. An embarrassment of was, riches? That was kind of a joke. Um, but, you know, they have some options. Put it that way. I th- I hope, I mean, I, no offense. I'm not even, I don't even care. What do we care? That we've seen the last of Joey Gallo. I mean, I just don't, I don't know how. That's what you said about Max Kepler. Well, wait Matter a minute. Fact, somebody no, just said, somebody said, here's a text. Oh, you comment. did too. Everybody did. I did not. Oh, comment give me as, a break. I did not say I was done with Max. Okay, Kepler. you know what? Common as Rosen, if he's ready to apologize. I, the guy I was done with was Pagan. Yeah, and he, I, and he, I wanted. And he I wanted Pagan going, going, gone. All right, I he's will say this better. about Max Kepler. And ask every, Rosen if he's I, ready to apologize to Max Kepler. I don't apologize to him. He's now he's he's performing like like he's getting paid to perform. That there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to apologize for. You were awful. He was brutal, as Glenn, Glenn Mason would say. B R U T A. Uh, is that Mason who did that? Yeah, B R U T A L, or as Mesa, Mesa spells it, B R U T A L E. Anyway, he huh? was brutal. The suggestion was maybe you need a stint in St. Paul. They're not going to send him down, but he couldn't hit. That's just a fact. That's not a. I mean, you that's, wanted to outright. I didn't. I did not. Are you outright, sure? Okay. I'm, no. No. That's what I thought I remember you no, saying. No, no. Gallo's a whole different story. Gallo has not done... You loved him when he was signing. I, you not, loved it. I, I admit that. I said that. I thought he'd hit 30-some home runs if he had X number of at-bats. That's sort of his M.O. and has been. But he he has not improved the lick. Look, at Carlos Correa is still not anywhere near where he needs to be if this team is going to compete in the postseason. And this say nothing of... Oh, remember a guy named Byron Buxton? Who's on the whatever disabled list he's on I-L. right now? Ten day I-L. I-L, I think. And when he comes back, what are they going to do with him? DH. Well, if, I know they're not going to put him in center field, but do they really need him to DH when he's hitting two oh eight or whatever he's hitting, or not even bother? 
I mean, pinch hit him. I, I mean, I, I know, look, at the Twins build up a big enough lead, and I'm not suggesting, you know, Byron Buxton doesn't see the field again or not the lineup again. Of course he will. And they got to give him more at-bats to see where he's at. But when push comes to shove, I'd be real interested to see if they face just a right, let's say a right-hander in the first round of the, uh, of the postseason. And you got Kirloff in the lineup, and you got Royce Lewis in the lineup, and you got Julian in the lineup. You you got a lot of options now. Where does Byron Buxton fit into that um, as a DH when you have other hitters who are just performing at a higher level? Does 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 uh, Rocco stick with him because he's Byron Buxton? I don't know. And I would move. One of my the biggest concerns I have for this team is relief pitching going into the postseason. Long, kind of not saying long relief, but when when your starter, let's say it's Pablo Lopez, gives you five five innings, maybe six, and gives up a couple runs, and you know the Twins are tied or they're down by a run and they're hanging in there. Who are you going to count on to either keep them in the game? I'm wondering if 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 Joe Ryan comes back healthy, do you move potentially move Maeda to the bullpen? <gasps> Oh my gosh. Or Ryan. I mean, I, because how many starters do you need in the postseason? Oh my gosh. You got, you got the guys pitching right. You got, well, okay, so you got Sonny Gray, who's your number one starter, Check. right? Pablo Lopez. Check. Lopez. Ober. Check. Those are your three starters. Yeah. And now. Those would be the three guys you would pick to Then you got Ryan and Maeda. So what do you need both of them? You don't. What I'm saying is, do you, that's what I'm saying. Do you move one of them to the bullpen? In postseason, you do. Yes, that's what I'm saying. In the sixth or seventh inning, so you don't have... It's like making a trade for two relievers. You don't... Yeah. You You don't want to throw Pagan out there in the postseason. You just don't. Like, uh, Caleb, pretty good as of late. Hasn't he? I know, but... And I don't, I don't think... I don't think Rocco would change his ways about that. I think he still believes in Pagan. Um... And he, he's had his moments where he can be, he can be really good. His ERA is not bad. It's you know three point three one, but we know he has a tendency to give up home runs at the most inopportune time for the Twins team. And you got Jacks, of course, and then uh, Duran Duran, uh, and you got Thielbars come back now. So you got you got more options, and you know I don't know if Stewart's going to make it or not. He's trying to come back from uh, an injury. I, I'm just just a thought. Of, of what will they do with the extra starters that you're not going to need in a if you're not a four or seven series? I I mean I would hope to put one of them in the bullpen. You're getting ripped for what? Rosen is stealing Gleeman's take from nine to noon. I didn't I'll, hear I'll Gleeman this morning with moving my head of the bullpen. Okay, I will give you. So I will fraud. Yes, Gleeman into the bullpen. And the first I, thing you go is, why not my into the bullpen? Okay. You never listened to this station. That's correct. I did not listen to one second between nine and All noon right. today. Okay. Otherwise, I would tell you, or I would have said, Aaron Gleeman, by the way, came up with a really good idea. I did not right. say hear a word of that today. I'm just going with the emailers. Well, I know you're just going with the emailers. How about looking at me in the eye and telling you the truth? There's another one that the emailers says. After listening to Rosie, I would think the Twins were on a six-game losing streak. What do you mean? Well, the way you're, you've been critical of the club. You're, you How know. about being realistic about him? I'm well, trying I'm to set you. up for the I'm postseason. I'm not trying to say that this is what it takes to beat the Tigers. We'll find out a lot more about this team this weekend, but it doesn't really matter because they're not going to lose this division to Cleveland. 
They're not going to go on a nine-game losing streak. Guys, we're first in the division. Why are we so negative uh, about the Who's negative? I said I can't wait for Royce Lewis and Kirloff to get back. And then Rocco's going to have some decisions to make. I don't think Joey Gallo should be in the lineup. I'm I'm just... I pose the question, what do you do with Byron Buxton? That's not being negative. No, I'm, and I'm with you. I'm just, I'm just wanted you to respond. Is, is that, to but is that how some, is that how people, are, the emailers interpret no. me saying, what should you do with Byron Buxton as being negative? I think Joey Gallo shouldn't be in the lineup. No. I think, because um, Correa's not hitting for average. I, I think what we're doing is just trying to be realistic and objective about where this team is. Certainly they are a first place team and they're on, they've been playing yes. very well since the All-Star. I mean, Ryan right. Jeffers thinks he's, Johnny Bench. He looks like Johnny Yeah. Bench. And if you squint your eyes and put a number five on his back, he would be. <laughs> and it's great to watch. Johnny Bench. Julian, it's a lot of fun but to watch. What we, you know, uh, again, and you chastised me for this in the past, where you say, just enjoy the season. Right. Part of me enjoying the season is looking ahead. Like right uh, now, uh. if we did not win this division, if we collapse like oh. we did last year, then there is something really wrong because this team, top to bottom, is better than the rest of the teams in the division. The only team with even a half a chance would be Cleveland, right. and they traded one of their better pitchers. They have basically said, we're still going to try to win here, but we don't think enough mm-hmm. of our team that we're going to get deep into the playoffs. Well, if we win by accident, great, but we're going to start thinking about the future as well. They should win. I think we're both just saying, how do we stack up? Against the Jays, the Rangers, the right. Astros, right. the other good team, the, the other division winners and wildcards. That right now we have the seventh best. There's right now if the season were in, there would be a team with a better record than us that would not make postseason because Correct. they would be a wild card, not a division winner. I'm not saying they should change that rule or the Twins should you know withdraw from playoff consideration. All it's saying is this team has some warts. There is some issues with Plenty this club. Yeah, and so as we look toward postseason, we're saying, do they have enough? I do like what I said earlier was the reason I like this team's chances better is that if their hitting continues to trend the way it is and they're starting pitching top to bottom is mm-hmm. deeper than it's been in a long, long right. years, years. has been mm-hmm. not just, you know, we, there was a time where, well, we had Barrios and we had Santana and, you know, and, and I know we had, um, 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 left-hander, Liriano. But, I mean, right. we were basically one really good pitcher in the rest. Was it the last time we were in the playoffs? We threw out, or not the last time, but... Um, Dobnik. We had Dottie pitching Started, our second game. Yeah, it's like, correct. now when you say, let's go with Ryan in game one, uh, Lopez game two, and Ober in game three, you go, those are all good pitchers. I'm not saying they're saying yeah. pay for rain. But the, the, or the, you know what I said? I no, you, I said meant, I, you said Ryan. Oh, first. I mean, I mean, I mean, Gray. Yeah, Sunny uh, Gray, Ober, and 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 uh, 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 Lopez. Lopez. Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to say Spawn insane, but that's still three guys that I go. Yeah, they, they, they're good. They could go out and they could give you five, six, seven. Well, and I think innings. I think what we've seen and what we saw last night. Obviously, Lopez got plenty of run support. He you know, could have thrown underhand and probably won that game. But I think it has quieted his performance of late. Has quieted a little bit about the uh, you know the and, and, and for good reason. Look, they traded away the American League batting champion. Arise is still hitting the ball like crazy with more, with Miami, but it's still you can understand why the Twins felt they needed to make the trade because they were in dire need of starting pitching. And so now with the Ryan situation, and I hope I hope the kids learned his lesson and has taken care of himself. I'm sure he is. He can come back because he can be a really really good pitcher for this team. Uh, and I and I I think I like his his uh, his. 
demeanor on the mound. I mean, as much as anything, because I, I think the kid can do pretty well under under pressure. So let's have some fun with it. Of course, well, I want to see him. I wanted to ask you. It's um, we've got a huge, uh, a big story right now in 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 college sports is and Walner. Don't forget about Walner. Yeah, Walner. Yeah. Uh, the the big um big story in 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 college sports right now is. Mm-hmm. Realignment, I guess you'd call it, if you want to, of yeah. of, uh, of all of the you know the, the the Power Five conferences. The the mm-hmm. I well, I don't know what's going to happen. Pac twelve do they? When I I don't think anyone does. I mean USC and UCLA are both gone for sure. Right. Looks like is it Oregon and Washington that they're might gone. be? They're probably gone. Not, they are. Gone. They are gone. They're gone as well. Yeah. Um. Does this bother you? I'd said at the beginning of the show that. I can understand why purists would be a little annoyed, just like you and I were annoyed when they went with a DH, and just like you and I were annoyed when they went to a three-point shot, and just when they went to the, you know, it's it, things, you know, I, the one the one I brought, remember when it used to be is the American League and National League would just meet in the World right. Series, that was it? Now, then we went to the East and West Division in each league and had a three-game playoff, yeah. and now we have multiple players. Things change. I'm not even saying that this is good or bad, but... Every everybody, no matter what walk of life you're in, everybody's chasing the almighty dollar, and yeah. so that's what this is all about. So I, I, I don't know how you stop it, or if you even well. Need to stop I, it. I think I it's don't. before even this common. I think it's it's a combination of the, the look how much the transfer portal has changed things, and and you hear the coaches at various sports, especially the the major ones of money, the revenue producing ones, just kind of shrug their shoulders and go, "Hey, it's out of our control. We all play the same game," and then the name, image, and likeness were at least. The NCAA is not trying to fool anyone anymore to say that they're, you know, student athletes. I mean, well, a lot of them are. A lot of them are. Most, I mean, I'd still say the vast majority are not getting thousands and thousands of dollars for endorsing a hamburger or a car wash or something. Uh, they're not. Uh, but there are opportunities out there. And so the fact that, you know, the television contracts and the bigger markets, and the the uh, you know high profile schools like USC and UCLA are now jumping ship and just going you know we're, we got we got to do what's best over here, and the financial gains are so obvious that they have to do it. And so it doesn't. I mean, it's never going to be like it was. So what? Why fight it? I mean, you're just. Uh, I think they just have to probably re reestablish what they're going to call these conferences at some point. Yeah. And obviously, there are other sports besides football and basketball that affect um, the bottom line and how these schools are going to handle whether it's the volleyball team, softball team, whatever, they're going to play to stay on that, that particular college campus for a week to play or go from one campus to another so they're not going back and forth because the travel expenses going either west or east or east to west are going to be prohibitive. And they maybe they have the money now because of the new television money, but not it'll trickle down from football in particular because that's where it's all that's where it's all happening. But you know, I don't. I, I have to. You just have to embrace it. What else? What other choice do you have? You can't go. I. Oh, I miss the old days of Woody Hayes and Bo Schembechler. You know, three yards in a cloud of dust, and you know, I, I miss those. No, I don't. Uh, but I. I think that's just. I think it makes everybody a little dizzy in terms of where this thing is finally going to. When the music stops, how it's finally going to look. This. Um. This is our last email uh, text message of the day. Um, it says. Forget asking Rosen when his apology to Kepler is. When is his apology to the listeners of the Grom? When we heard the legendary one, the most revered sports journalist in mm-hmm. the history of the state, 
Tell us that Joey Gallo is going to hit 35 home yeah. runs and lead us into a long playoff run. I didn't say now that. Now he's calling for his release. We believed you, Mark. Say it isn't so. Well, it's still sad, leaves- really. Well, let's see here. Okay, Larry Mandela guy. Think about it. You were you said he would hit 35 home runs and lead us to a long playoff he's run. Got, and now you're calling for his release. He's got 17 home runs, which but, is. But they believed you, Mark. I know. Everybody got on the Gallo bandwagon. Like Santa, yeah, he's in the buck 74. See you tomorrow. I don't know. I think you'll be here. I'll be here. Two o'clock. Tenby, thanks for having me. Hey, great job. You as well. I thought we had did a bang-up job today. We enjoyed our visit with you today. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. But stick around. Don't don't turn that dial. Big ticket, JG. Uh, they'll take you from 3 until 6.30 right here on the fan. Timberwolves superfan, K-fan Stan Barrero. Thank you. Listen back to any of Common Man's programs by podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or KFAN.com.